So obviously, uh, the day after the final game of the season, the news came out that there was a bunch of players put on the chopping block. Uh, and obviously, Nigel Bugard announced he was retiring. Uh, Ali Abbas, Roy O'Donovan, Matt Miller and Jack Simmons were also uh, notified they were not going to be re-signed and not part of the Jets' plans going forward. Uh, the loan deals ended for Luca Prusho, Rami Najarin, Luridan Krasnicki and uh, Sirian Abnermanu. Um, and we also, uh, the other people that we lost in the uh, since the season's ended has been uh, Luis Italiano, which surprised me. Um, he he's uh, he he's gone to pursue a option somewhere else, and uh, the big one uh, that we ended up also losing was one L McKinna um, has also departed the club as well. So, uh, thoughts on those guys? Uh, start with you, Dave. Were there any of those that you were surprised by that you would have kept? You'd like to have seen hang around, um, or were they all fairly um, okay? That's that's where it is. We move on and. That's 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 the way it is. At the time of the announcement, I think uh, I was surprised Roy wasn't offered a contract. I was surprised Nikolai Topol Stanley wasn't at least given another year. But with um, the benefit of uh, seeing what's come in the two weeks post, I'm actually pretty comfortable. Um, you said you were surprised by Luis Italiano. I wasn't. Um, three keepers between Noah James. Sorry? He still had a con. We released him from his contract. Yes. He still had a contract for another season. He did. Um, but between him, him, Noah James, Jack Duncan, in a squad limited um, league, you don't want to have three keepers taking up three positions out of your 23 in your squad. So there's always going to be, um, there needed to be some movement there. And Lewis was the move that, um, that was made. Um, I probably would have made the same decision because um, uh, I think Jack Duncan will start. And Noah James will progress from his loan spell with the Wanderers back to um, back to the back to the bench for the Jets. Yep. Okay. Um, Matt, what about you? What your thoughts on the players that we let go? Um, the big one for me that I think that a lot of you know, real Jets fans will probably be hurting about um, is probably Laurie McKenna. Um, as much as, you know, like you, you may not have liked his origins, you've got to love what he's done for the club and for the community. And just the, the fact that after what was a couple of really barren, like tinkly years, he has done so much to try and re-engage, re-engage this club with the, the community. Um, I've got to say, I'm, sad to see him go like you, you sort of saw the writing on the wall when Matiski took over as much as it wasn't we're forcing Laurie out we we certainly saw and heard a lot less from him um unless it's his swims at Terrigal every morning um on the on his Twitter um but I think that uh, that is certainly something that like you know if if we had been able to keep Laurie around like in the office in some capacity um it would have only been a good thing for for Newcastle I was actually really surprised that they that Laurie left and that Joel stayed. I thought with all the other stuff going on in Joel's life with his Aussie Home Loans franchise and coaching um, coaching in the uh, in the local league, I thought that he probably would not have wanted a third string on his bow, and and he would maybe have because I thought Laurie would have been a fairly good option as a football operations manager because that's 
that's what he constant that's that's something he could concentrate on but uh you know um like like uh, Matt said it that was a real surprise um I thought he would would hang around in some capacity but uh it sounds like he's got some some other options and he may be ending up in in politics according to rumors going around the uh, growing going around the traps so we'll uh yeah we'll wait and see what happens uh with that, with um, anticipation, but uh, again, uh, as we said when um, when the announcement was made, uh, the jet stream absolutely thanks um, and fully appreciates everything Laurie did in his time. Uh, he's been a, a great friend to this podcast and was always available, um, always answered a message whenever I sent it through to him, asking the, asking for um, interview time or asking a question about rumours that I'd heard or even just a chat about footy. He was always available, absolutely uh Absolutely honest bloke. You you knew what you got with Laurie and what you got was uh, a man who was, he threw himself into a job with passion um, and he, he just loves football. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully Laurie, we can, uh, we can catch up with you down the line. Um, uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to meet up in person for this recording. Uh, we were hoping to get Laurie on as a special guest for this, but uh, we thought that it was probably just going to be a better option to, um, uh, to, to, to go with the four of us. And then we'll look to uh, meet up with Laurie down the line. Uh, maybe at one of our infamous Jetstream dinners that we'll be able to uh, hopefully organize down the track once all this COVID crap's over and done with. Uh, Andy, your thoughts on the players that departed? Yeah, I guess, uh, first of all, to echo the sentiment of Laurie being truly the heart of the club um, and for that to be, Gone is certainly going to be a challenge for the new ownership model as they move forward. Um, I guess with uh, Griff's staying on, I wonder if that's to do with he would obviously have a relationship with Arthur Pappas from his time in the club before. So yeah, um, probably just see what it's, he wants and to it's do. Not a, and, and it's not a full-time gig, so I'm assuming that it's 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 something he can concentrate on when he needs to and and he's able to do his other stuff. So Yeah, um, absolutely. Just to just to cut you off for a sec, it's going it's interesting also just to reflect on something that just occurred to me as Andy was talking about Laurie there. Dave, he was the inaugural coach at the Central Coast Mariners. He in thinking about the uh, comments made about you know supporters on a minibus and 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 how um, how he's been able to make himself impartial make a transition well not necessarily <laughs> impartial but he was able to win over this because there was a lot of people that weren't happy that he came on board when he was first appointed he's been able to turn everybody around and the, and um, the sentiments and, and not every CEO is going to dip into his own personal pocket to personally keep a club afloat. Um, and that just goes to prove a, the connection he had with the club. And that still doesn't mean he don't has connections and, and fondness for central coast. That was the, that was the um, one of the most significant parts of his football managerial career, but he's also been able to go to a rival Set that set that previous relationship aside and throw himself full 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 throttle um, full throttle into making that work and doing the best things for the club that he was employed at at the time and he I think he's got a real love for 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 Newcastle uh, that I think shows through with with everything he did not just with the uh, trying to keep the club afloat um, over the the 
tail end of the Martin Lee Martin Lee tenure. Um, he's been able to he's been able to get everybody on board. He's been able to show he's been able to demonstrate his passion for the region and for the area and for the club. And that's a that's a, and looking at a, a manager who's jumped from um, one side of the Mersey to the other. Um, that that's something that's not really seen very often in football. Someone going jumping across a rivalry and being able to be effective in two clubs that are so diametrically opposed to each other. Yeah, it is, Vince, um, and, and it's a really good point. You highlight a lot of the the benefits that Laurie brought to um, to the to the Jets as an organisation. Um, always approachable, always available to the fans, um, and uh, you could never, um, while many, as you say didn't agree with what he did, I mean, he did. Uh, you certainly couldn't question the heart uh, that he put into the role. So um, certainly certainly has played an important part in um, bringing more recent success to the club uh, and certainly uh, put, the, put the club at the forefront of uh, forefront where, where it needs to be. Um, so thank you, Laurie. Um, sorry, Andy, to cut you off, we'll go back to you to finish your train of thought. Sorry, Andy, just one, one thing, one, one thing. The only thing I don't agree with Laurie for what he did and the one bone that I've got to pick with him is launching Joey Champness's rap career out the front of Marathon Stadium. Yeah. Yeah, all agreeing to that sojourn over to the over to Los Angeles. I, I can I can get behind. But look, out of everything that he's done, um, that's, yeah, to pick one thing that's that's fair enough he's not going to be complete 100 that's very fair call fair call that um, sorry sorry andy carry on <laughs> no worries um yeah i think might have been dave that mentioned it the roy not being re-signed as much as he hasn't really delivered this season i can't imagine him to be demanding huge money on current form and all that sort of stuff so i would have thought you'd try and keep him around. He's from memory recently built a home here and all that sort of stuff. So if you could get him as even just a squad player that can deliver and all that sort of stuff, I would have kept him on. Um, and finally got his citizenship last year as well. So he wasn't. He yeah. Wasn't so he's not taken up a visa spot. Mm. Um, and the other one is obviously not a hundred percent confirmed yet, but Nikolai Topol Stanley is looking increasingly likely that, unless we're playing a back 11, um, <laughs> I don't see how he yeah. fits into this squad. And I was really excited about the concept of uh, Matt Yerman and Nikolai Topol-Stanley. Like that's a pretty solid back two. Mm. So mm. That, we move on. Yep. Uh, and as of the, uh, noticing there are notes as well, there's still no confirmation on Stamatolopoulos being um, being kept on either. We don't know at the moment what's happening with uh, either Topor or Apostolos, but, um, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens with that. Um, I found it surprising, Dave, that we let a lot of people go when we still had an FFA Cup qualifying fixture in the wings. Um I do understand that the players' contracts ended on the end of June. So the fact that our game's in bloody August doesn't really, we're not really going to be able to keep players around for two months on a, on a temporary, on a temporary contract until we can get that game out of the way. So it's not, yeah, we're surprising, but we didn't know at that time that the game was in August. We thought it was going to be sometime in early July. Uh, Well, yeah, the game, 
Uh, we knew the game was always going to be in August. Was it? Um, but yeah, right after the, the, the days after the Melbourne City game, uh, it was confirmed that it would be. Um, and to your point that you're surprised that we let these, these people go with that game, uh, sorry, with that game uh, in advance, from the outside, it's, again, it seems like it, it was strange, but the club knew what they were doing. The club, let's not think that the club have only just signed all of these players. That they, They've had these lined up for weeks, on, for, for I reckon, for weeks on end. So um, yeah. they've known what they're doing. They've known what's coming. And um, they could make that move knowing that they, they had better cards coming behind them. All right. So uh, looking at... Just the play- on that one, though, Fern, sorry. Do you, I guess, question, Dave, do you think, though, yes, you can have the plan to bring those players in, but you're then first opportunity for them to gel is a game that you really have to win? Yes, it is. But they go back to pre-season training today uh, when I, I'm assuming this podcast will, will be going out Monday the 12th. Yeah. Um, that, so they've got four weeks to, to they, they're all on board. They're all, they're all starting four, four weeks to, to play, um, which is probably better than we got this season to be fair. Um, so we've done our business. We've done our business early and we've done our business decisively. Um, and I, I think that mate, that that can only be a good thing. All right. So let's quickly cover off the business that took place. There was obviously rumors came out pretty soon after, after Deansy said he wasn't going to continue in the head coach role that they were looking at Arthur Pappas. Um, we were all on tenor hooks. Uh, I know there was a couple of uh, former Jetstream uh, contributors that were uh, had everything crossed and tied in knots and everything else, uh, myself included. I'd been on the Pappas in bandwagon since 2014. Um, so it was absolutely fantastic that that news came out um, about a week and a half later. Um, Matt? What about what are you? What were your thoughts on the appointment of Arthur Pappas? And have you always been on the uh, the Pappas train, or are you uh, a latecomer to the to the bandwagon? Well, finally, like finally, that thread from Newcastle Football Forums uh, <laughs> is going to be justified. Like it is like seven years in the making, um, and there has been like quite a few posts. Uh, you know, to be fair, it's only been average in a couple a year for for the last couple. Um, Am I happy? Yeah, I, you know, I think he's a good appointment. You know, you know, given that we'll probably the other other option was probably Gary Van Egmond, Mark Four, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, look, he's 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 been through his apprenticeship. He's coached a couple of very successful uh, MPL clubs. He's gone over as Andrew's assistant. He's um, had his little taste in in like the uh, lower leagues in Japan and come back probably because of like the, the COVID situation. Mm. Um, you know, he knows the club or he, he knew he, he's worked with the club before. Um, you'd think, like to think he knows the area, he probably knows what he's getting into because as an Australian, he'd um, stay across, you know, like the, the developments with ownership and whatnot. So yeah, high hopes. Um, there's always other people that you could throw into the mix, but you've got to think that uh, Pappas's Pappas would have been, you know, one of the favourites on on a lot of people's minds. Dave, it was an appointment that a lot of us have been clamouring for for a number of years, um, and it would have been interesting if Pappas wasn't on the radar. Who else would have been 
uh, in the frame for, for this job without, you know, rehashing uh, other coaches that have been around. I think I saw Bloberg's name briefly, um, <laughs> briefly tossed up, but I, I would have gone for a, a, a coach that needed a, um, needed a, needed a chance. Could we have taken a chance on a coach? Like a, I was thinking that, Similar along a similar vein to Arthur Pappas would have been John Anastasiadis, who's most recently the assistant coach down with Mark Rudin at Western United, but had also worked with Ange Postacoglu at um, over in Yokohama as an assistant coach, and another one of those coaches that was really highly touted in the MPL system. Similar to there was a lot of head to head, I think, with um, Arthur Pappas and, and Johnny yeah. A over the over the over the years in coaching MPL teams, yeah. but well, how- we could, we, we could have, I think, I think that we are, we're taking a, a punt on, uh, oh, we are taking a punt on a coach. Taking a punt, yeah. Um, and Anastasiadis is going to be the coach in the dugout at this point in time for Western United in, in the FFA cup. Mm. Since Mark Rudin has left, um, Anastasiadis is taking over um, and overseeing while they appoint uh, while well, they appoint a club, I mean, I've, I, I'm, I've, I joined in on the Arthur Pappas in bandwagon just for a bit of fun. I've never, <laughs> I've actually never watched any. I don't know what style of football he plays. Um, so those that are heavily recruiting, uh, heavily pushing for him, great. I, I'm, I'm trusting your enthusiasm for the football that he plays, um, and I think that it's telling that there weren't any rumours of other coaches coming out nothing in the herald nothing in any of the any of the news about you know kenny lowe putting his hand up or anyone so it was clearly again a done deal um the one thing that i do have reservations about with pappas is that he never he doesn't he hasn't stayed anywhere in his career for any length of time more than two years so he's in and out in and out in and out we've signed him for two years so, um, like, I, I hope that um, this is the opportunity it gets, and this is the it, look for various reasons, sure. But um, um, yeah, look, there, there could have been there could have been worst uh, there could have been worse options that are out there as well. What do you reckon, Matt? Oh, you, you, someone you would have liked to have seen uh, seen in there. No, Matt, I was just giggling when you when you said no, he doesn't stay for any longer than two years. No, neither does Jose Mourinho. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. So look, it's just that's just the one reservation I've got. Um, but I'm I'm excited neither, with the players that we've he's signing. Neither does Mark Rudan and thank Christ it wasn't him. Yeah. I think a lot of the clamor came from when Arthur Pappas was our youth youth team coach um, and just seeing the way he was able to nurture those players and get uh, really good performances out of them. And it was something we wanted to see happen, not in a bloody youth team. We wanted to see it happen with our first team. So that that's where a lot of that came from. And and the people he's chosen chose to work with and the jobs that he's taken will only have helped build a base that he's going to be able to now manage from. So that, that, that sort of gives a little bit of a, you know, you know quick 30 second thing. Uh, a little bit of the background on some of the clamor behind Arthur and it, the fact that he's been at the club before. Um, he was someone that was really approachable and relatable. It was a lot of people that were, and, and it just goes to show that seven years later, people were still clamoring for him to get a job. He, he was in the frame when Ernie Merrick was being, um, was being, 
looked at for for the the role he eventually got. So he's he's still he's been he's he's been up for the job before. He's missed out on it a couple of times. Um, he didn't get the he didn't get the job at the beginning of this season because he'd already taken a job with a J two club. I think where did he come from, Dave? Um, where was he? Where was Arthur before he took the this because he he was the Kagoshima the... United. Yep. Okay. So he he. He um he returned due to family reasons from he, from that role. So, there. So, he, so that was the reason why he wasn't appointed when Deans he was appointed. Um, he was already contracted for that club, but it seems to have worked out fairly well. So look, we 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 fingers crossed it's all going to work out. Um, but it's it's going to be a lot of similar to the job that uh, Andrew's got to do at Celtic. He's got to go in and start to um and start to move things fairly quickly with regards to uh with regards to playing style and 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 all that sort of thing so um we'll quickly cover off the uh the the players uh dave i know you've got to take off so did you we want to quickly talk about some of the players we've brought in before we wrap things up oh look i'll 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 read everyone uh what we've got cameron devlin signed uh for two seasons jordan o'doherty extended for one year with the option executed by the club. Matt Yerman signed for two seasons. Dane Ingham signed for two seasons. Uh, Muhammad Altai signed for the, the coming season. Riley Wallen signed for two seasons. Becca Mittal-Tadze signed for two seasons. And Jordan Elsey signed for two seasons as well. And also Arthur Dulles, uh, Huskenderovic and Riccardo Marcioli join as um, coaches on uh, Arthur Pappas's staff. So which out of those players that we've just mentioned excites you the most, Dave? Um, personally, I'm really happy to see Matt German um, come to the Jets. He's a, a player I sort of admired from afar and he's a Liverpool fan. So uh, I had a bit of contact with him during my time uh, with the, the supporters club. So um, he's a player that I, I know fairly well, and he's going to be really solid and dependable and comes back after a number of seasons overseas. That's a good shout. Um, Cameron Devlin for me is a player that I'm really excited to see. Um, one of the most sought after signatures by a lot of clubs, uh, many disappointed to see that they missed out uh, on his signature. Um, Wellington also disappointed to, to let him go, and that says a lot about a player uh, when, when they're disappointed to see them leave. Uh, with him, Jordan O'Doherty, Angus Thurgate in, in the middle of the park this year uh, really sets for a, a high-level and energetic uh, centre of the park. Um, certainly certainly leaning towards that, that sort of style that Pappas will look to play. Matt, what about you? I'll echo uh, Dave's thoughts there with Devlin. He's a, a cracker of a you know, a signing. Um, Dane Ingham's not a bad pickup either. Yep. But um, after rattling off all of those, um, you know, new recruits and they're all really sort of fitting into the back half of the field, I'm almost thinking that we may be keeping Nikolai Topper Stanley and he may have be seeing a, an, an end of career renaissance as like a <laughs> a, ja- a Jamie Harnwell type uh, fill-in. Um, after that strike from a couple of years back, mate, you never know. Big man's always a big man's always a handful at corners. Wasn't Damian Murray a, a defender for a while as well? And Dion Dublin back in Chris Sutton started as a, as a defender. There you go. It could, it could be, be onto something, Matt. Yeah, end of career, end of season, re, end of career renaissance as a striker. Uh, Andy, what about you? Yeah, I think uh, Devlin performing is definitely something that we need, um, and hope that it comes to be. Um, 
So the Georgian international is our main striking option that we've signed, Becca Mikkel-Tadzi. I think that's how I'm going to go ahead and pronounce it. Anybody got any information on him? He was. Uh, we seem to be signing a couple of players from Xanthi. I think that's where we got him from. Um, over in over in it Greece, is. but um, what were we got any uh, scoring stats or any anything on him? His highlight very strongly. Looks good. Yeah, oh, his highlight reel looks good. Um, they all do, don't they? Um, yeah, yeah. It, it struggled. Uh, looked like he scored very very prominently uh, early in his career uh, in the Georgian league. Uh, made a move to Russia where he looked like he really struggled to to get any game time and. Um, after after spending um, some time wandering through through that part of Europe, he's made his way to Greece, where he, it was a very low scoring Xanthi team, uh, but he was their third highest scorer. I think it's six goals, um, and but again has 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 a good amount of football in his legs this year, starting um, most of the game. I think eighteen or fourteen matches, something like that. Mm. So quite quite a few defenders signed. Um, we've got hopefully some more. How many spaces have we got left, Dave? We have um, uh, we have signed twenty two players for next season. It, from my best count, twenty of those are A League squad contracts. Uh, one visa spot has been taken. Um, two scholarships. That's Goodwin and Archbold. So we have, uh, by my count, three spots left. Matt. Just a quick one, Dave. Does that include Donerkey and Champness coming back, or if yes, you made Yeah, okay. And that's going to be the big thing. Do, does Champness actually come back, um, Andy? What do you think? Do we do we take Champness back, or does he insist on staying in Brisbane? But that move only happens if we get someone decent from Brisbane in return, like we did with O'Doherty. Yeah, I actually think we will end up. Who do we get from Brisbane? Um, but I think we will end up getting the bad end of this deal. I think that he'll force a way out in some way. And if he does stay, he won't want to be here and won't really put in the effort. Well, Dylan Wenzel Halls would have been nice, but I think he's already gone to another club. So he's we, gone to Western United. We can't get we can't get him. Um, Donicky uh, seems to be wanted by Melbourne Victory, Dave, but we've said no. Um, saying he's a contracted player, and that pretty much gives us a full strength backline, even without resigning topples. So you'd think he'd be he'd be the one that we'd keep, and if we get rid of anybody, it would probably be Joey, and hopefully we get someone decent in return. Oh, look, see, oh, I'm not convinced. Um... The, the way that we've signed, we've got, depending on the, the setup that mm. Pappas has, let's assume he sets up with a back. I, he's probably going to set up with a back three, the, the number that he's signing here. We've got um, Altai. Uh, we've signed Riley Warland, Jordan Elsie, James Donerkey, Matt German, and Johnny Catrumbus. Now, I don't think Warland or Altai are going to be pushing for the starting position, but that's four starters. Mm. And I don't think any of those four are really going to be looking, are going to be happy starting on the bench. Petrumbus at a pinch could perhaps play it right back. Um, but no. again, it, again <laughs> he, he hasn't Petrumbus been convinced. cannot play it right he, back. He hasn't been convincing there. No. So he looks what, so good in midfield. So yeah, it, that could be the move. Um, I, I'm not convinced that Donaghy's not going to go. I'd, I'd actually, my bet is, is that it switches around that we keep Champness and we <laughs> let Donaghy go. 
And, and and Andy's just thrown in chat the uh, the the ever the ever present option of Kanarovsky also being available. <laughs> so yeah, uh, didn't he didn't he uh, medically retire? No, he didn't. Um, but they have named a rehab room after him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they'd named an entire wing of John Hunter. But that might actually be our poor Canner. No. That might actually be our episode title: the Kanarovsky Memorial <laughs> Rehab Unit. Oh uh, yeah, I'm going with that. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, Canada still has a season. Um, the players that that are only contracted for this season are Hoffy, Cantor, O'Doherty, Yule, Katrumbus, Costa Petrados. Um, though I, that guy's just on a rolling contract. Um, Joe Champness, Archie Goodwin, and Blake Archbold and Muhammad Altai. Hey, let's be serious as well, phones. They haven't named like a rehab room with our budget. They've named an exercise bike. Go and jump on Canada. <laughs> Uh, the Kanarowski Rehab uh, Memorial uh, Rehabilitation Exercise Bicycle. All right. That's a fairly long-winded, but quite fun. Or you can make that easier by just calling it Go Jump on Canna. <laughs> uh, I think that's a great way to... Are they still doing the ice, ice bars in the bin? <laughs> Go and jump in Canna. <laughs> Dave, Dave's actually remembered why he quit the podcast 12 months ago. <laughs> so, uh, he didn't quit. He medically retired. <laughs> Uh, I think that's a great place to end it. Um, look, we we've there's there was a it was one of those seasons. Um, it, it there was really a belt tightening exercise, but there's uh, there's a lot of stuff happened in the last couple of weeks that gives everybody some absolutely uh, fantastic opportunity to get back on board um, and a lot of hope for the season ahead. Um, that's pretty much all we can, uh, all we can do. We can, uh, keep an eye out in the news. Um, keep an eye on the, uh, the, the sick gold logos that are popping up on the jet social media channels. Uh, that hopefully will be something with regards to a, uh, a new kit. Um, and all we need to do is get some decent, decent designs for some jet shaped hats and then it'd be jets topia. So, uh, yeah, get those into us. Gold's coming back, baby. Gold's coming back. Uh, if you want jet shaped hats. There's one very nervous listener though. There is one very nervous listener with the uh, with the gold coming back. <laughs> Simon Ferrari on on Twitter has been in constant dialogue with the Jets, saying "Bring back gold, bring back gold," and had the uh, audacity or stupidity to say that he would paint himself gold. Uh, should we bring it back for the first home game that we do have? And now the Jets have launched their color. Um, they changed not only their Twitter banner to everyone in gold jerseys they have now launched their new logo for the year being gold and um yes we have one very very nervous listener to this podcast um he knows that he will be to joe uh talk to inspirations paint and start that link was made on wednesday um that that link was made on wednesday so we have one very nervous listener and he knows that soccer twitter uh is undefeated and it will um, chew him up and spit him out gold. Well, it, it sounds it sounds like an excellent opportunity for uh, Jetstream live content. So uh, look look on your Jetstream social media channels for the upcoming uh, body body painting episode uh, of uh, Simon. Uh, we'll we'll try and get that lined up in the off season. Uh, we will also try and uh, I'm trying to liaise with the Jets office with getting uh, some interviews done with Deansy, with Arthur, um, with Boogs and a couple of other players as the off season progresses. Um, 
uh, I'm still waiting uh, uh, to, to progress those um, uh, interviews through. So uh, keep an eye out on our social medias for that. We are a social media empire, as uh, Emma is fond of saying. Um, uh, you can catch us at Jetstream Newey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to drop us a line, uh, Jetstream Newey is able to be contacted at all of those options as well as via po- uh, podcast at newcastlefootball.net. You can get in touch with us on the uh, forums, newcastlefootball.net slash forums. There's a uh, Jetstream sub forum in there. Uh, any suggestions? feedback if you want to put your hand up and become involved next season uh, we've already had one or two people put their hands up as we'll be uh, uh, having a chat with those guys in the uh, in the off season to uh, to see what their thoughts are and um, yeah if there's uh, if you want to catch up with all of the uh, podcast previous episodes the archives uh, or subscription links for your for your podcast uh, device uh, go to newcastlefootball.net slash podcast if you want to check out all of our previous video content content go to newcastlefootball.net slash tv uh all right it's been a uh, a bumper one to to end the season off i really thank all of my fellow contributors for joining me dave it was great seeing you again really appreciate the uh, professionalism and the massive spreadsheet that you bring along every time you come on no worries thank you for shotgunning many 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 questions at me and me trying to scramble <laughs> frantically to answer them with no, no forewarning. No yes, no, I, 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 I do apologise for that. Uh, Matt, Matt, thank you very much for uh, for coming on as well and uh, helping us end the season. And once again, no mention of my professionalism. <laughs> well, I didn't mention mine either. Um, and Andy, the Ferns and Andy show wraps for the season. Uh, mate, thank you very much for joining us uh, uh, for, for today, for, for, for wrapping this all up. No worries, mate. Talk to you next week. Uh, really have to thank everybody who's uh, contacted us over the course of the season, all the contributors that have jumped on and off, even if it's only been for one or two episodes. Really thank everybody uh, for their efforts. It was one of those seasons where it was a real struggle to try and get the podcast out, um, trying to get people on board to, to talk about games that sucked massive amounts of ass. So uh, really thank everybody who was able to put their hands up um, with regards to our contributors uh, family and work always comes first. Um, so it's, it's, it's something that's a philosophy we've always gone through here on the jet stream. We will record when we've got, um, when we've got a something to say and B contributors that are available to say it. So if we have missed a couple of episodes over the course of the season, we do apologize. But like I said, uh, with regards to our contributors, we're all volunteers. We don't do this. We only do this for the love of the club and for the love of the sport. Um, like I said, family, and work always comes first. So uh, we re- I really thank everybody who's given up their time uh, to join me over the course of the season to keep this creaky old ship afloat and running as best to our ability. Um, that's it. Uh, season is over and done with. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we really hope to see you and uh, grow some numbers as uh, the, the new season comes uh, comes up, comes uh, approaching, especially with the players that we've signed and the, uh, the, the, the coach that we've signed is finally one Arthur Pappas. So we'll see uh, what fruit that bears. That's it, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Until next season, vamos el jerkos. Come on, you Jets. Go the Jets. All right. We've managed to... What? That wasn't, that wasn't overly negative. No. I, I think we went, went... I tried to be as... Tried to throw as many positives in there as I could, but, you know. We finished second last. There's only Fuck me. You fucking killed me, though, Ferns. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm opening. I've got all these tabs just open along here. And then you go, oh, 
where's pickled tartsy going? I'm going, thank fuck, I read that the other day. And then, oh, where, where's other peppers come from? Thank fuck, I've got that open. <laughs> what colander pants does Nigel Bogard wear? Oh. Did he wear on that goal, yeah. in that goal-scoring game? When was the last time Nigel Bogard got a red card? What does that matter to this season? It doesn't. But it's <laughs> to be fair, though, point. no one expected it to be that long ago. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't no, either. No. Roy, Roy's We're been the bad boy. We're jokes about red cards. So, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think it was five seasons. It changed, man. Thank, thanks for the discussion, actually. That, that was good. Like, there wasn't just accepting of what people were saying. That's good. Yeah. That never happens when I'm involved in a pod. Yeah. <laughs> But if, but if someone's not willing to back up their, their decision or what something that they say, then they shouldn't be saying it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like... I, and, and... Hear that, Gladys? Okay. Oh, well, I'm down, thank you, man.